from revelers and weirdos to scaring Sam, where I subject my handsome fiancé to disturbing musicals, testing the limits of his nerves and likely our relationship. <laughs> and I like to call it exposure therapy for cinephiles. I'm Sam Difford. And I'm James Reese. Today we're discussing The Cats Musical from 2019. Directed by Oscar winner Tom Hooper, who also directed Le Miserable. So, Cats is adapted from T.S. Eliot's Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats about feline physiology and sociology. The separate poems were intended as gifts for the children of friends and the poet's godchildren, with each of them featuring as lyrics in this very musical. How does that sound, James? Sounds like nonsense. <laughs> one of the um, one of the poems, Grizabella, was dropped as it was too sad for young readers. That's the mangy cat, right? <laughs> the look that you're giving me. Okay, okay. So let's cover the plot. So Cats tells the story of a tribe of cats known as Jellicles who get together in a ruined theatre to see which cat will be chosen to ascend to the heavy side lair, i.e. heaven, and come back to a new life. We're introduced to Victoria, a young white cat at the beginning of the film, who is dropped in the streets of London by her human owner and... Then we are introduced to the rest of the Jellicles. Okay, don't get me wrong. It is a weird-ass film. But for those who enjoyed the Broadway show and enjoy musicals in general, it's great. It's not meant to be taken seriously. So why are you giving me that look? <laughs> it's not meant to be taken seriously. But no. it still has to be watched as if it was a film with logic it's fun sure okay <laughs> apparently before filming the cast took animal behavior classes aka cat school where they literally did hours of barefoot crawling on the floor hissing at each other and learning cat instincts the way they see the world the way they move and from the very beginning, the director and choreographer decided that the cats would do a combination of crawling, walking and everything in between. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the actors wore motion capture suits with tracking dots on their costumes and their faces. Then the bodies of the cat characters were rendered with digital fur blended with the actors actual faces now when we watched this with my mum she thought that they were generally wearing cat suits <laughs> technology has come very far well not that far they still got these disturbing cold dead eye stares they keep looking menacingly at the camera it's like they're staring into my soul they're the human eyes <laughs> It doesn't match the rest of the cat body, does it? It's not meant to. Again, you're taking this too seriously. It's like watching the Pilot Express with Tom Hanks and his cold, dead eyes. It's not great for a kid's film. I don't even know if this is aimed at kids. I don't know who it is aimed at. I think this is aimed at people that enjoy musicals, singing, dancing, 
you know, I've seen the stage show and Cats, the stage show, is one of the longest running shows in the West End and Broadway history. It received its world premiere at the New London Theatre in 1981, where it played 21 record-breaking years and almost 9,000 performances. Actually, 9,000 doesn't seem that many. Cats, a stage show, has been presented in over 30 countries. So surely, by it being beloved by musical lovers and performers alike then they would like this film. <laughs> or a lot of people like mind-altering drugs and then watching this. Uh, I think it's like Marmite. <laughs> you either love it or you hate it. As a musical lover myself, I love it. Plus, I love cats too. I know they don't look exactly like cats in here, but they move like them and... I don't know. No. I, I, I would like a cat suit. <laughs> I have questions. I have many, many questions. The face you are giving me. Cats usually don't have human hands and no assholes. Over the years, I have seen some pretty messed up stuff watching horror movies. I've seen mouths sewn to assholes in the human centipede. Lovely. I have seen the shunting in society... I've seen Jeff Goldblum painfully transform into my sister-in-law. I mean a human fly. <laughs> joking. Just joking. Anyway, nothing prepared me for the horrors of Tom Hooper's cats. The film starts with some horror synth music as it plays over the start as the alley cats circle their unsuspecting prey. <laughs> as if this is directed by Dario Argento. Does this take place in the future where man has lost their foothold on the earth and cats have evolved into these creepy, all-singing, all-dancing monstrosities? No, again, you're taking it too seriously. This is just a snippet into how we can kind of fathom cats' lives. <laughs> how do we really know what goes on in their lovely brains? What, so you're saying... Cats, when they're sitting there for hours on end, they're dreaming about this. Who knows? So they're dreaming of, like, mice with children's faces. I mean, what is this nightmare? This is more nightmarish than a David Lynch film. This is like watching a razor head with felines. And what's a jellicle? A drug? A mutant cat? <laughs> a name for a street hooker? What? It's just a name for that group of cats. It's a tribe of cats. Well, and then you've got Idris Elba cat who turns up, wears a hat, talks in the third person like Doctor Doom. Macavity, yes. And wears the evil fear line. And wears the skin <laughs> of his fallen foes and has catchphrases like magic and then vanishes into thin air like Nightcrawler. Yeah, because it's a sort of magical cat. Okay. They each have their talents. Some can disappear and own a barge on the Thames and others can... What? Lick their arseholes? I thought you said they didn't have arseholes. <laughs> Touché. So yes, there are several different characters in this film. You're bringing up um, the evil Macavity. Um, there's another magical cat, um, Mr Mistopheles. Um I call him the romantic magical cat. Did Why? you not like him either? No. 
<laughs> but he saves the day. Yeah, he saves the day, and yet he doesn't get chosen as the, what, jellical choice. Yeah, because it's not his time. That's bullshit. He's still pretty young. So, okay, so the jellical choice goes to... Um, Jennifer Hudson Cat. <laughs> Grizabella, the glamour cat. So she lost her sparkle and is hated by the other Jellicals. And she sings the most known song from the, the Broadway production and from this. And it's known by people that haven't even seen the stage show and seen this film. Memory. You, you knew it before this, didn't you? Yeah, I knew it before this, but now I kind of wish I didn't know it. Jennifer Hudson Cat reminds me of that dishevelled woman who always asks for change for a train ticket, but you know she just wants another can of Fosters. That's not very nice. You know what I mean, though, when I say that. No, I don't think that represents this character at all. <laughs> she looks exactly like that. Because she's old. She's had a very long life. And that's why she sings about her memories. And why did she get exiled? Because she's just old. These cats are ageist now. I think in part of the story, she... Yeah, I think she she went off with McCavity. I think that's what happened. And then all the other Jellicles hated her because of that. Because McCavity's evil. You just pointed out one big gaping plot hole because that's never explained in the film. Ah, no. <laughs> Okay, explain to me what a Gumby cat is. Is that a cat with type 2 diabetes? <laughs> you mean the old Gumby cat, Jenny Annie Dots. Um, she's lazy by day and energetic by night. And I know you've already mentioned it, her army of mice and army of cockroaches. And she's played by Rebel Wilson. Okay, so Rebel Wilson cat wears her victim skin like Buffalo Bill. And it's human cockroaches, which is what the human race has clearly de-evolved into in this dystopian future. I like how you're still trying to make this film into a horror film. And I do get what you're saying about the um, Jenny Any Dots unzipping her fur. That was a weird bit, and I wasn't expecting that. That's a bit... it's a bit strange. I agree. And I'm not making it into a horror film. I'm trying to make sense of this entire abomination of a movie you wouldn't like it you don't watch musicals all the time i was brought up on musicals and i think that's that's where the issue is where people that don't really like musicals and broadway productions have gone to see this and thought what the fuck <laughs> so why do they think it would be such a great idea to throw all this money at this film and thinking it would make a profit. Because of how well it was done on stage. They had 21 record-breaking years of performances. So you don't see like a movie adaptation of... What? <laughs> the Keep... cogs are going round in your head. I'm trying to think of a musical. Um, Kinky Boots. No, they made a film out of that. Yes, Harley, I totally agree. <laughs> no, no, give, give me a musical. School of Rock? That's a film. That was a film first. You can't use that <laughs> one. Um, I've seen lots, though. Like Le Miserable. 
Yeah. And did that make a good film? Yes. Did it? Yes. With Russell Crowe, with his dodgy singing. Or Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I mean, did that make a profit? I don't know. Well, I enjoyed it, though. Whatever. Anyway, Rebel Wilson cat gets dusted by Idris Elba cat, like he was Thanos. So, Idris Elba cat has a barge on the Thames and he's imprisoning his competition. Competition in what? To go to the Heaviside Layer. That hasn't been explained yet, though, right? Yeah, but it happens every year. Have they mentioned that yet? Yeah. The whole film is about the Heaviside Layer. <laughs> well, the first song they started singing, they're talking about Jellicle Cats, and I'm already like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and this is the point where I thought, oh, God, they've even dragged Ray Winston into this travesty. I began to ask, what the fuck is this movie? No, I think you were asking that question as soon as you saw all of the human faces <laughs> on the cats. But then I was still anticipating, right, I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. I'll see how the story pans out. I don't think you were giving it a shot, though, because as soon as it started, you were scribbling away and you kept repeating, oh, my God, it's got a human face. <laughs> Even at this point, I mean, how long have we been watching the film at this point? And there's still no story. Victoria Cat is just wandering the streets of dystopia London with all these mutant human cat hybrid things and they're just singing their jointy little songs. Yeah, she's bringing the stories together. What story? She's just going from one group of cats to the others. They all revolve around old Deuteronomy, who's the wise and beloved Jellicle Cat, who makes the Jellicle choice. And she's played by Dame Judi Dench. I literally have no idea what you just said then. That <laughs> wasn't even a sentence. So they've dragged Judi Dench into this. And bloody hell, there's Gandalf as well. And Ian McKellen looks like my dad when it's last call at the pub. And this is the point where, what, they finally reached the theatre? Was it a theatre? Yeah. Are you even sure? And this is the point where the horror synth music has kicked in again, <laughs> as the cats are seemingly possessed by what? Horniness? Anticipation for the horrific orgy I'm about to witness? At what point are you thinking this? Well, they all get in the middle of the theatre and then they start, like, contorting their bodies and they because go... Because the moon is coming up. Yeah, but they go, like, dead eye and it's like they're being overcome by some force or something. But that happens with cats, doesn't it? They randomly go into a whole world of their own. When? When they're eating? No. Harley and Alba r run around like lunatics all the time. Yeah, but they don't start breaking out into musical numbers and start doing dancing do in know? unison. How do you know they're not doing that in their heads? <laughs> I wish I didn't have that image in my head now. Well... Maybe what you're saying is, James, is you don't like musicals. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I just don't like musicals which completely ruin my perception of cats. And this is when we first get the mention of the Jellicle Choice. Is that the first person to be spit-roasted at this party? No. Cats have nine lives. We all know this theory, don't we? The whole point of this Jellicle choice is to say, OK, you have had a really good life. You can go on to your next one. 
And this is what, some kind of competition? Like some kind of fucked up Britain's Got Talent? They're showing why they think they should be the next choice. So they're competing with each other? Well, yeah. Because there's an entire song dedicated to a trouser-wearing, tap-dancing railway cat. I know, great. (laughs) Whoever wrote this clearly were off their tits on magic mushrooms. They were tripping off their balls. I like tap dancing, so I enjoyed it. Was like, hey, here's this character we haven't even seen before, and he's got like this disturbing Victorian twirly moustache and red trousers, and look, he's going to do a little dance, and then they all suddenly have all these tap shoes on. Did that terrify you? It made me uncomfortable. <laughs> and now we're introduced to Taylor Swift Cat, and she has brought catnip into this crazy ass orgy. Oh yes. Bomb ballerina. The very mischievous and flirty cat. Compared to all the other ridiculously horny cats in this film. Yeah, but she's even more so. Really? Because, like, Ian McKellen performing, I guess. He does a little performance and they're all like, yay! Well done, Ian McKellen cat. And, like, Judy Dench is like, oh, well done. I'll part my legs briefly for you in appreciation. But that's what cats do. No, they don't! <laughs> They do not do that. And what are they even showing? They, they haven't got no arseholes. <laughs> so this is what I'm gathering with the very thin plot as it is. Mm. Idris Elba Cat wants a new life and be taken to the Heaviside Lair. Yeah. And based on what I've witnessed so far, this Heaviside Lair is some kind of hardcore S&M sex dungeon, yes? No, but also it kind of sounds like you're saying lair... It's heavy side layer. Layer. Yeah. I thought it's layer. No, it's not. A, it's not like a dungeon or something. <laughs> Come to my lair. No. Heavy side layer. Layer. Yeah. Like a cake layer. <laughs> like another plane of existence. Yes. What? Who wrote this? Well, I've already covered part of it. T. S. Eliot. But also, Andrew Lloyd Webber had a very big hand on this one. So he composed all the um, songs for it, and that's what it's all based around. And based around the heavy use of drugs, apparently. <laughs> Mind-altering drugs. But Idris Elbacat Thanos' Judy Dench cat onto her, his barge. <laughs> and then magical Mr. Mustafa's. Saves, Ju- saves Judy Denchcat with an actual magic trick in the most glaring use of a Dusex Machina in a film I've ever seen. Excuse me. It's a convenient plot device that comes in at the last moment. Oh, okay. And I'm sorry, but Jennifer Hudson Cat sings a sob story and she wins instead of magical Mr. Misty Balls. That's some bullshit. <laughs> sorry, who's got Misty Balls? <laughs> Magical Mr. Mustafa Mustafa Balls, or what his name is. <laughs> Mr. Mustafa's. Mr. Magical Misty Balls, whatever his name is. <laughs> well, I say Jennifer Hudson Cat won, but she was sent to her death in a hot air balloon? I guess, in a morbid way, yes. But she chose to be reborn. She's taken her next life. By... 
Because as I said, cats have nine lives, so... So they send her up into the highest atmosphere until she freezes to death, or...? I don't, I don't know. There's nothing that really kind of explains that part of it. And then Dench states, Now we should understand, but I am none the wiser. I need to lie down. My brain feels scrambled like I've been skull-fucked by a baboon. I have no idea what has happened in this film. There are new baboons in this film. There's Rum Tum Tugger. Rum Tum Tugger? Yeah. The attention-seeking cat. The one that all the the female felines like. Oh, Jason Derulu cat. Derulu? <laughs> Jason Derulu? Derulu. <laughs> Jason Derulu? No. Derulu. Oh, the cat which apparently has a foot fetish at one point? He goes through changes like this. Oh, I want this, and I want that, and I want this, and I don't... No, I don't want that. <laughs> These cats are so ridiculously horny, it's disturbing. And apparently Jennifer Hudson cat was so horny, she got exiled. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to fill in the massive plot holes in this film, but I have to just jump to, jump to the conclusion that she got ridiculously horny to the point where they had to kick her out of the gang. But why are you jumping to that conclusion? Because the film forces think? me to do this because there's massive plot holes. Okay, you think she's gone off with McCavity in that kind of way, yeah? I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I've given up all reason and logic now. Are you getting delusional, yeah? Maybe I am. Maybe I'm questioning everything now. Maybe this film is unravelling reality as we know it. <laughs> so let's round it up. What did you think? <laughs> How am I meant to look at our cats the same way again? Easily, with your eyes. <laughs> when there's no room in hell, the jellical cats will walk the earth. We got too close to the event horizon with this movie, Sam. We stare too long into the abyss and our sanity has been found wanting. The great old ones have come to collect on their promise. I'm exasperated. I've rolled myself up. I'm all sweaty. I feel... I feel a song coming on. Is it just me? Seriously, why you can't see? How can I eject a dish? When I don't have a chocolate starfish, how can I possibly have a number two? When there's nothing for it to pass through, I'm so nervous. If I want a bidet, will I be denied service? Where is my asshole? Is this just hyperbole? Do we even have a soul without an asshole? Where is my asshole? Is this just hyperbole? Do we even have a soul without an asshole? Without an asshole? What the hell was that? <laughs> no, seriously. What do you mean? What was that? What? Anyway, that was a funny year. 2021 is going to be incredibly busy for the two of us, with a wedding to plan and property to buy. But hopefully it'll be vastly better than the shit show that was 2020. I think it will. We have to have that positivity that it is going to be better. And with that bombshell of a silence, <laughs> you've been listening to Scaring Sam. I'm James. And I'm Sam. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Scaring Sam Pod. And you can contact us at scaringsampod at gmail.com. Stay, Stay safe, safe out there!
tonight.